Welcome to the Customer Acquisition Experience Podcast with Guy Rosman. This is the show where top digital marketers share proven tactics, tools, and frameworks that will help you acquire more customers and grow your business. Let's get started. Here is your host, Guy Rosman. Jeff, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Guy. It's good to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you on. And uh, Jeff, you're the founder of FroBro Web Technologies. That's Can you right. tell a little bit about what you do? Sure. Well, I help small businesses, uh, really, I mean, small or medium-sized businesses to thrive in today's digital economy. Uh, there's a lot of things you need to know to have a good website or make people find that website and want to hire you. So there to come in and help businesses do that and do it successfully. Awesome. And can you tell us a little bit about your background? How did you get to build the company that you have right now? Sure. Well, I've always loved computers, building them in high school, making websites you know, for people on the side and stuff. I actually majored in computer science in college, and I worked as a programmer for a little while. But at a certain point, you know, people kept wanting me to build websites for them and things. So I decided to turn it into an actual company. And now I offer web design, SEO, hosting and maintenance, you ad management, you know, so uh, basically the whole suite of products. So if you're, uh, whether you're an existing more traditional company where you're not online at all, I can help you create a web presence with a professional website that looks good, that loads fast with messaging that converts people into customers and then help them leverage that to actually use that and get an ROI for their business on that website. Yeah, so basically from developing website and programming, you combined it with marketing skills that you got to have exactly. in order to work with businesses. Can you tell us right. like a little bit about your, your process? You know, if, if I'm a business and I want to work with you, so how would you go about uh, identifying my needs and then tailor the right you know, package or right service for me? Sure. Yeah. And I just want to highlight real quick, uh, you mentioned we're combining the technical and the design and the marketing side. A lot of people do one part of it and they think they're done. You know, they might make a really yeah. cool looking website, but it doesn't matter how pretty it is if nobody ever sees it. So that's why you got to go end yeah. to end and get the whole thing in place. Uh, so what I like to do is I'll sit down with a client and ask them a lot of questions about their business, about their customers, what their goals are. Uh, what they're trying to do, who they serve, and how they do it to get a better understanding of what makes them different and why people would want to hire them. And then I take that combined with maybe if they had an old website, update their look and feel. If they already had a brand identity, we can kind of work with that. If not, if we're, we're starting from scratch, then we'll kind of come up with what a site might look like for them. Obviously, we want it to look mm -hmm. professional and modern. We want it to load fast. But we need to lay it out in a way that makes sense for someone visiting the site to make sure that it gives them the information that they need and moves them to the next step. So in a lot of cases, that means getting them ready to book an appointment or request a quote or whatever it happens to be. And so in our process, first we start with the design, get the layout, colors, and all those design elements in place. Then we take a pass at the messaging where we're working on the headlines and the, the copy calls to action to make sure we're speaking directly to the needs of the person visiting that website. Um, then we take you know, an SEO pass, make sure we've gotten all the technical on-page SEO aspects in place. So, so at least we have a baseline 
you know, rankability factor. Uh, yeah. And then from there, uh, if there's any performance optimizations we need to make to make sure the caching is on and anything like that we can do to reduce the file sizes and all that good stuff. Then we test it, make it live, and that's the start, right? That's the beginning. It's not the end. Yeah. So a lot of people stop there, but that's when we start looking at, okay, what can we tweak to make this better? What can we add? Uh, what isn't working? You know, Can we do ongoing SEO? We'll start building up a backlink profile to help people find it when they're doing searches. So that's where all that other marketing side comes in, right? Yeah. And what do you see like some common uh, mistakes or, or common things that you see in businesses, either businesses that are not online or businesses that are online, but they have a website that is not really helping the business. Mm-hmm. So what kind of mistakes you see and how you solve that for them? Sure. Well, a big one is that a lot of people think of a website as just a checkbox you know, item on a list somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I'm supposed to have a website, so I made one with yeah. the, the Go Build, GoDaddy free page builder. Done, right? Yeah. And they don't give it a second thought. The problem with that is, you know, it might not be optimized for search engines, so nobody's finding it, nobody's seeing it. Uh, it also might not load as fast, and they might have not put any thought into the messaging at all. Most One of the biggest problems I see is that companies just describe themselves or their services Like, I am John, I'm a handyman, I fix stuff, right? Instead of talking about the features or benefits to their clients, you have to take it the next, you know, one step further. Like, okay, yes, I'm John, I fix stuff so that you don't have to, so that your weekends can be freed up to play with your kids, so that you don't have to get your hands dirty. I have experience, so you don't have to spend time watching confusing YouTube videos to figure it out. Like, those are the kind of things that sell people and motivate them to hire you, right? You want to let them know not only what you do, but how you do it, why you're good at it, why you're different than somebody else. Give them reasons, right, to hire you. So that, that's a big mistake I see a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, again, like it's a combination of things because, you know, we think about just setting up a website. It's pretty technical, but in the end of the day, you know, it's uh, like you said, you work on the messaging, you know, you work on the, the design, you work maybe on the user experience. And, and then you, you also have site speed and a lot of technical elements. So, you know, when I think about like building websites, it always seems very complex to me. And maybe it is complex, but what kind like, like you touched upon it a little bit, but what kind of framework or what kind of tools you use like, to make your life easier when you work, you know, with different, so many different businesses, each one is different and each one has, I guess, different goals. You know, so how do you like sure. align all the different components together? Um, well, with my background as a programmer, I've used different technologies to build websites. So whether that's you know Java server pages or something just like a plain HTML site, you can technically build a website with any of these tools, right? But a lot of them require manual uh, steps along the way, a lot of tedious boilerplate work and things you have to do. Every time, what I've landed on that works really well is WordPress because it is highly flexible and customizable, and it's actually very scalable. I mean, there's large-scale organizations that use WordPress, even news organizations that are posting constantly on their site. They have a high volume of traffic, and WordPress can handle it. So, because of the way it's built, it can extend into an e-commerce site or a simple information site where you just have a contact form. or request a quote form. 
so I like it because it's flexible. Now, within WordPress, you can have different themes and stuff. I don't like buying the one-off themes that are designed for, oh, here's your landscaper theme on ThemeForest. The problem with those is that they're made by some random developer and some of them are poorly coded. They're slow or confusing. I could make them myself, yes, uh, those custom themes. But again, I'm reinventing the wheel every time. So what I have done is I found a good theme that's designed as a an efficient backbone with its own mini framework. And that allows me to plug in the content and design much faster than if I was creating one from scratch every time. And it's much easier for me to maintain my sites uh, across my portfolio because I know how they're all set up. It's the same. I know where to look for things. It's not going to be different on every one. And I'm not you know worrying about tinkering with different ways of doing things yeah yeah so this definitely smart and important to do and i'm wondering like you know once you set up a new website or improving upon a new website usually how does you go about like uh, measuring you know uh, the impact and measuring the different kpis what metrics do you look at on the long run you know when running like a successful uh, website Yeah, well, Google Analytics is your friend uh, when it comes to, to this area. So you always have to make sure you've got your tracking code in place. Uh, that way, if whether you're running ad campaigns or just simply looking at an overall impact of SEO or anything like that, you need to have your analytics so you can look at the charts and graphs to see, okay, after we made this change, you know, we started getting more visitors or more people started clicking the contact form button or more people hit submit on the form. Because at the end of the day, that's the goal, right? It, is you have an idea in mind of what you want people to do. It's great if more people visit your site, but more, more than likely you want them to also contact you. So yeah. you got to measure one thing at a time. First, get people to the site. That's usually things like SEO or ads or whatever. And then once they're on the site, that's when you start looking at, okay, what are they doing on that site? Are they bouncing right away? Are they going to two or three pages first? Do they stay on the page for two minutes or is it, 10 seconds and they leave and you can start making changes from there. There are tools in some cases that I might recommend using like heat map software to figure out where mm -hmm. a person's looking on the screen, how long they're spending there. I find for a lot of companies that isn't necessary if you're just a smaller service-based company, but mm -hmm. it can be helpful in some cases, but really, but at the end of the day, it's just looking at the, you know, what you want them to do. Are they submitting yeah. the form, etc. Yeah, and also like working with the service-based companies, like I guess they're not as uh, tech-savvy as you. So how does the communication work for you? Like uh, how easy it is or, or not easy, but how do you handle it? Well, you're right. Oftentimes they're not as tech-savvy. And even when they are, uh, I want to make sure they feel comfortable with me handling things. So I'm explaining what I'm doing and why. I don't want to be a black box. I know when I'm hiring some somebody, I don't want to just you know, hope they're doing the right thing. And so I want to treat my customers the same way. Make sure I let them know, these are the changes we're making. This is why we're making them. And here's the, the results we're hoping to see. And then as we go forward, I can say, okay, look, we're, we're now seeing these results from those changes that we made. Uh, so keeping them in the loop helps a lot. And of course, always being available to answer any questions as well. Yeah. And in terms of, you know, the, like the ongoing, right? Like after you build a website and you market it mm -hmm. and, And traffic is coming in, so 
I'm kind of curious regarding the SEO work that you also do on the ongoing basis. Like, how does it look? Is it, uh, like you said, link building or content creation? Or what do you see that is working for this type of businesses? And this mm-hmm. is something that's like most important thing that uh, you would advise them to do. Sure. So most of the SEO work that I'm doing for my clients is local SEO, uh, which is slightly different mm-hmm. than you know, national or worldwide SEO. Yeah. The main difference is you need to have a, uh, a presence on the Google business profile because that allows you mm-hmm. to get in that Google map pack near the top of your search results where it gives you a little map and like yeah. three results that says, here's people near you that do the service that you're looking for, right? If you're searching for haircuts, you don't care about haircutters in Milwaukee. You want them down the yeah. street, right? And so you need to have a profile where you can rank in that top three. So that's a big focus for us. We obviously make sure we do the baseline stuff, making sure the technical SEO is in place. So that's the robot.txt file. Any the, the schema needs to be in place on the site, making sure we have good headlines that use our keywords. You know, all that needs to be in place. Um, but then there's a lot of optimization on the Google profile side, and we build up uh, citations, uh, which is just other sites, directory sites, or business listing sites where you make sure the information is correct for that business that links back to the website. Essentially, you're telling Google, you're building a case for Google to say this site is authoritative on these subjects and here's why. And so the more citations that you get, you're actually telling Google, okay, this is the same company when you make sure your information is all the same. Because if you have it slightly different over here, if you had your PO box here and you had your street address here, Google thinks those are different entities. So you want to make sure everything matches And then, of course, we start building up a backlink profile that can give your site authority, Mm -hmm. doing guest posts, other industry-related sites, talking about services you offer, linking back to you, and even just posting blog uh, posts on your own site on a regular basis is a great way to help build up that authority because you can start focusing in on specific keywords that you want to rank for. And then having those content pages gives you things that other sites will want to link to, opposed to just your mm-hmm. homepage. So yeah. we create a whole strategy around that based on the industry and the niche and uh, what we're trying to target geographically. And I know I kind of jumped all over there, but we do have an organized process for doing that. What we actually do for the uh, first 12 months for a local business is we break it into blocks. So each month we've got a list of tasks that we do, block one, two, three, four, you know, all the way for that first year. And, and that we start with the lowest hanging fruit and the things that impact your ranking the most. And then from there, we move into the more maintenance phase where we're just continuing to build up authority backlinks, making sure there's no errors, you know, making sure the internal site structure is good. So yeah, does that answer the question? Most, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Like it's a lot of information because, you know, I normally I don't have a lot of experience working with local businesses and I don't do SEO at all. So I'm, I know about it, but I don't do it. And I'm wondering if, if you're doing ads as well for local businesses and, and how does it complement, you know, the strategy or maybe it's mostly organic. Yeah, I do run ads as well. It's obviously two different approaches to getting people to your website, right? So with SEO, uh, you're investing time to build up the authority of your site. And the nice thing about that is that over time, you know, your ranking grows and it's a lot harder to get knocked down once you're up there. And so the more you invest into SEO, the more 
essentially free organic traffic that you get over time, right? So it can take a little bit of time initially before you start seeing the results of that, depending on your mm -hmm. starting point. If you're a brand new company, it's going to take some effort to get you to where you're ranking well. Yeah. But with ads, you can kind of skip that step. And by starting with more capital up front, you're able to start getting visitors sooner. That, that's the biggest trade-off is you pay more up front, but you also start mm -hmm. getting people coming in right away. Problem with ads, of course, is when you stop paying for the ads, people stop coming. Whereas with yeah. SEO, if you pay for SEO for two years and then stop, you're still going to get traffic because you've done all that work and you are now authoritative in the eyes of Google. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a good investment for the long run. Yes. And I guess that businesses need to mix, you know, like uh, do long term and do also short terms and mm -hmm. maybe combine, you know, the two. And uh, Jeff, like people who listen right now, like what would be like the one big tip that you would give them in terms of optimizing the website for their business objective, whether it's leads or signups or whatever it is, like, you know, from your experience, from range of, of customers, what is like the one or two things you think it's the most beneficial in terms of improving your site? It's a good question. So I think of this from, from different aspects, right? There's the SEO aspect, there's the messaging aspect, the design aspect. So for SEO, the biggest tweaks you can make is looking at your title tag and your H1 header tag. Make sure a keyword that you want to target is in both of those. Uh, so if you are a, a landscaper, don't just say, you know, John's landscaping. Put something like, landscaping and lawn care maintenance in Torrance, California, John's landscaping, mm -hmm. something yeah. like that. Make sure your keyword or phrases that you want people to be typing into Google appear in your title tag and that H1 tag somewhere. So that'll be by itself a noticeable boost in your SEO ranking. Yeah. In terms of messaging, I'd say think about those benefits to the customer and work those in to the text on your page. So it's great to talk about what you do and the services you provide, but also talk about why that benefits the client and why it's worth it for them to hire you. And then the last element I'll address is the design. You obviously want to avoid clutter. You want to make it easy for them to find what they want. So remove extra options, get rid of pop-ups if they're distracting. Most of the time pop-ups are distracting. So simplify and keep it as clean as possible. Yeah. So that was three tips. Good keywords. Yeah. So use good keywords in your titles, write the, the proper messaging about the benefits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And nice uh, looking website in the end of the day. Like we like to look at good visuals. Yeah. First impressions matter. People judge you based on your website, yeah. whether you like it or not. Yeah, for sure. So it, it's, worth investing in. So Jeff, how can people reach out to you if they want to learn more or maybe work with you guys? Sure. You can find me at frobro.com. That's F-R-O-B-R-O.com. You can send me an email to jeff at uh, frobro.com. And I'm on LinkedIn as well. Guy, you can put some links in the, the show notes yeah, sure. uh, to my profile and things. Uh, but yeah, that's the best way. Just send me an email and I'd love to talk to you about ways we can you know, expand your business. Amazing. So thank you, Jeff, for your time. It was a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having me, Guy. Thanks for listening to the Customer Acquisition Experience Podcast with Guy Rosman. 
We hope you enjoyed the show. We'd love to connect with you and hear more about what you're struggling with right now. So make sure to connect with us on LinkedIn or just jump onto our website at mediaflows.com. Fill out the form and get a complimentary 15-minute call to evaluate your paid advertising strategy. Thanks again and see you in the next episode.